Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Relationship Doctor. I'm Dr. Steven Snyder, and today we're going to talk about one of the most difficult but essential of all relationship skills, how to have an intimate conversation. Imagine the following. You and your partner seem to be at a crossroads. The two of you haven't really connected in a while. Most nights, you just lie on the couch together watching TV. You wonder if your partner even notices there's anything wrong. What should you do? Usually, when two people feel they're not really connecting, it's because they've stopped having what we call intimate conversations, which obviously raises the question, what exactly is an intimate conversation? All intimate conversations contain three things, you, me, and a feeling. Most of us are having intimate conversations in our own minds all the time about how we feel toward the people around us. But usually we avoid saying these things out loud. You, me, and a feeling can be like rocket fuel for your intimate relationship. But if you're not careful, it can also be really destructive and explode everything. So for the most part, we keep most of our intimate thoughts to ourselves. The first thing to remember about having an intimate conversation is you have to make the first move. Don't just expect your partner to be the one to get things started since they're probably just as wary of sharing their really intimate thoughts as you are. You have one big advantage, though. If you're a frequent listener to this podcast, you already know how to put together an intimate statement. You and I talked about it in episode 16. So you know, if you really want an intimate conversation to get started, you have to start with you, me, and a feeling. Let's see if you can put one together now, just practicing in your head. Let's say the first thing that pops into your head to say to your partner is, I feel like all we do lately is watch TV. That sounds like a feeling, right? It's got I feel in it. But actually, it's more of a statement of fact. I'm also suspicious of statements that use the word we. That might sound odd coming from a sex and relationship therapist, but paradoxically, we statements are often the least intimate. I have a strong preference for you and I. How about this one? I feel like you and I haven't been as close lately. Hmm, that sounds a little bit better. What if we add more feeling at the end? What if you say, I feel like you and I haven't been as close lately. I miss feeling close to you. Yeah, I think that one's a keeper. Before we get started, though, let's keep in mind what we're actually trying to accomplish here. Obviously, your ultimate goal is to feel closer to your partner. But there's one goal that's more immediate that most people don't consider. Your most immediate goal in any intimate conversation is to actually learn something intimate about your partner that you didn't know before. But wait, do you really want to hear your partner's more intimate thoughts about you and about your relationship? Be honest now. Let's admit it. The idea is exciting, but also a little scary. 
Let's say, though, that you throw caution to the winds. Next time you're together, you decide to tell them the whole thing, just like you planned. I feel like you and I haven't been as close lately, you say. I miss feeling close to you. Your partner gives you a nice big smile. That's sweet, they say. I miss feeling close to you, too. And they give you a big hug and a kiss. Nice, right? But are we there yet? I don't think so. You haven't learned anything really intimate about your partner yet that you didn't know before. Sure, they said they missed feeling close to you, too. And maybe that's true. But from an intimacy perspective, that was a totally safe move. It doesn't risk anything. It's like saying, I love you too. They're just mirroring what you said to them. They've also just given you a nice hug and a big romantic kiss. That's what people do when they want to feel close, right? Unfortunately, it's also what people do when they want to make sure an intimate conversation doesn't get any more intimate. At this point, you might try getting really specific. Is there some way the two of you used to feel close that hasn't been happening lately? Well, the two of you used to enjoy cooking together, but lately that doesn't happen anymore at all. You wonder why. Here's what you might do. Once your partner stops hugging you, put your forehead against theirs so they know you really mean business. Now say the following. I really liked it when you and I used to cook together. Then wait and see what happens. Yeah, they say. Too bad we're both too tired these days from working so hard. I wish I had a dollar for every time someone in my office has attributed a couple's problem to overwork. I mean, sure, we're all working harder these days, but lots of people work extra hard because it's more gratifying and less frustrating than what's going on at home. Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. At this point, we therapists tend to rely on a technique invented by the Greek philosopher Socrates, who famously said the only thing he knew was that he knew absolutely nothing. You turn to your partner again. I guess I'm just confused, you say. You and I both worked pretty hard back then, too. I'm thinking there must be something else. At this point, your partner realizes, finally, what you're trying to do. That you're interested in hearing their most intimate thoughts about why they've stopped wanting to cook with you in the kitchen. That's a little scary, of course. But hey, no risk, no reward. You really want to know, they ask. Yikes, you think. Am I up for this? You nod your head slowly. I feel like you're always criticizing me, they say. You want me in the kitchen with you, but you always want everything to be done your way. 
I feel like you don't want a partner in the kitchen at all. You just want a sous chef. Whoa, who knew? But you never told me, you say. There are actually an unlimited number of things you might say that all begin with the word but. But I never knew you felt that way. But it seemed like you were having a good time. But your mother corrects you in the kitchen and you cook with her. That three-letter word but is the sneakiest word in the English language because it invalidates what the other person just said. And that's the last thing you want to do when someone has just shared their inner thoughts. The word but ruins more intimate conversations than any other word I know. Whenever you hear yourself saying the word but, that's a sure sign you should hit rewind. First, though, you might want to congratulate yourself because what you just did together as a couple took courage on both your parts. And in the process, you learned something really useful about your partner's inner world that you didn't know before. I'm glad you told me that, you say. It hurts a little bit, but I'm glad you told me. Now, of course, that's an intimate communication, too. Now you're really getting the hang of it. Can I ask for another chance for us to cook together, you say? It takes courage for you to say that, because maybe they'll say no. Or maybe being in the kitchen together still isn't going to work out. But hey, no risk, no reward. And the next time the two of you find yourselves feeling disconnected, you'll know just what to do about it because you'll have had some practice having an intimate conversation. You, me, and a feeling. Good to know, right? I want to thank you for tuning into Relationship Doctor for these 22 episodes. This is our last episode together for now. I hope you've gained a few useful insights about intimate relationships and had some fun in the process. I know I've really enjoyed our time together. Keep an eye out for new articles from me on quick and dirty tips from time to time. Feel free to scroll through all the topics on the Relationship Doctor archive page. And if you ever need to find me, just go to my website, sexualityresource.com. I want to thank the amazing team here at Quick and Dirty Tips for helping me bring this show to you these past several months. And most of all, I want to thank you for listening. It's been a privilege to be your host, and I hope we meet again soon. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.